0: sinners and saints dust off those horns and halos it's time for alan after dark sinners and saints how you doing tonight i hope you're feeling well i hope you're feeling sexy i know you're looking good and 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 fabulous i myself am not i am freezing my balls off if you must know It is colder than fuck. Well, you know, cold as the Arctic pre-global warming, or should I say climate change? I believe in both, so there we go. Anyway, how you doing? I hope you're feeling well and sexy. I've said that twice already, so you know I'm probably drinking on this cold night. This weekend is my favorite Christmas party, as you probably know if you've listened to my previous episodes. The Mama Jean Christmas party is Sunday. And I'm very excited about it. It's so funny. I got to thinking I was uh, shopping for toys for Mama Jean's party. The cover charge for going into the party is one unwrapped toy, but it's the party that I go hog wild with. And so I was shopping for toys while I was doing other errands as well. I was picking up some personal items, you know, things like toothpaste and soap and paper towels, etc., and you can imagine what the et was. <gasps> and I got to thinking, wouldn't it be funny, almost, well, almost funny, if I got my shopping bags confused and took the wrong packages to the party? I had this image of a kid picking up my package, asking the question, uh, Mommy, what is a Fleet Enema Laxative Saline? <laughs> Just for a second, though, you know, that moment passed. And by the way, just FYI, I do double check the packages, the bags that I carry the toys in. I check them and double check them before I take them to the party. I definitely don't want something like that or a dildo to pop out. What is this? I mean would you I'd be embarrassed not that the kids would see it I mean one of the guys who handles the the delivery of the presents I have a feeling that would that would wind up in uh, their personal collection but I digress oh I got to tell you at the grocery store today I got the pleasure of seeing the Mohawk man uh, for a little bit longer than usual I did kind of circle around a couple of times, you know, pretending to shop for, ironically, nuts. That was the department he was in, the chips and nuts section. But actually, he was shopping for himself. He was getting off work. Apparently, he works an overnight shift. And then, I guess, when his shelves are stocked, he gets to go home. And he was shopping before he left. I was kind of surprised when I come back around and he is in the nuts aisle. I love the irony and the pun of that for obvious reasons. Balls are not a toy. It was closest to the checkout lanes and this morning I didn't have my usual cashier so I had to self-checkout which by the way I don't like I don't get paid for that, you know, and I'd want to give somebody a job. But anyway, I had to do it myself. The best thing was, is that I'm really good at scanning those barcodes. And he was right over from where I was. So while I was scanning my groceries, my eyes were staring at him. And I think it really is true. People sometimes can sense evil. And he could sense that someone, namely me, was staring at him. It didn't seem to bother him at first. He did have that deer in headlights look. But then when he looked around and saw that it was me, I think he's already used to seeing me kind of lurk around like Jaws looking for Chum. Well, something that rhymes with Chum. As I'm checking out, well, he appears to find what he wants. And he comes to the checkout lane right beside me to check out himself. And, oh my God, what an ass he has. That man is just, for whatever reason, he pushes every one of my horny buttons. He is just, well, three words, delicious. I'm done, I'm telling you. That kind of brings me to tonight's topic, and I wonder how you all will feel about this after we talk about it tonight. Maybe you all can provide me answers. I find my own attractions sometimes puzzling. I look at certain guys and I'm drooling over them. The Mohawk man, I mean, he is just, I don't know, how else to say it but he just he just checks every box for me and then I'll ask myself why we feel like total opposites there seems to be nothing that we would have in common and yet I would lick him from toenail to mohawk I would and I wonder about how y'all think about attractions I see couples that are together and I keep wondering well why are they together and that's my stupidity. That's me thinking about it in, in just a basic, physical, primal way. It's a selfish thing among most of us men, I think. We think that everybody looks at everybody else and sees them the same way that we see them. In other words, the people that we see hot, the guys that we see hot, we think that every other person should see them as hot as well. Now, I do think that we all can agree on Henry Cavill. Now, can't we? Is there anybody on this planet that doesn't find him attractive? Jesus Christ. I would suggest you find a therapist if you don't look at him and see one of the hottest men on the planet. But you know what? Maybe that's, once again, one of the rules of attraction is that there is no rhyme or reason. Some of my straight friends have noticed a pattern of guys that I seem to date or hook up with. They seem to fall into this classification of bearish, well, between cubbish and bearish, somewhere in the middle there. I like bigger guys. I don't hate muscles. I, do, I don't I do like overly muscular guys on a physical level. And I'm not the biggest fan of skinny. And this is going to sound really Weird, I guess, coming from me, based on how you all know me already. But I don't need a great big dick either. (gasps) They're great. But if I'm attracted to the face and the body, I'm going to be attracted to that person's bodily parts because I'm attracted to them. I don't know that I can explain that. Let's look at two different porn stars. Probably the most famous one of all time john holmes known for his dick and now we have Bo sin and they are known for their big dicks they aren't really that attractive i don't know of any well so in their cases it is about the dick size although i'll have to say for Bo sin those prison tattoos and the craziness of them and the randomness of the tattoos all over his body and his face that, that is a turn-on to me, but I don't find him physically attractive. Yeah, he's got a huge dick, but so what? I think you have to find more than just that. Attra- well, I think you guys may only need that. Maybe you just need to be dicked down, and it doesn't matter what it's attached to. But I have a feeling if you saw a dick that was 12 inches long, but it was attached to Pee Wee Herman or um, Barney, the the dragon or dinosaur, what was he? Dragon, what was he? I don't know. Dinosaur, was he? Barney was a dinosaur, that's right. Or if it was attached to Mr. Rogers or Captain Kangaroo, oh my God, would you still want to do it? I just don't know about that. I'm just like, ugh, I don't know. <laughs> but thinking about Bo-Sin, I do find some of his porn clips to be really hot. But sometimes when he's getting ready to come and he'll start saying the yes, 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 yes. I I do bust out laughing. But he is meant to be that badass, I want to fuck you and just walk away and leave you type. And it's apparent that he's becoming more and more a bottom because the money's good. At first, he was performing in straight porn. And then he was getting into a little bit of transgender porn, and now it's straight up fucking guys and getting fucked. So I don't know why I went on that tangent, but I guess it was the yes, 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 that he does sometimes that, well, the first time he said it, I was getting ready to just pop. And (laughs) he says that and it just ruined the whole moment for me. I'm like, well, dang it. I was right there and you did that. So maybe talking isn't always the best thing. Maybe I am Dorothy Zbornak after all. I didn't feel the need to talk because it's the last thing we're interested in at the time. How do you feel about that? How, do you always have a particular type that you pursue or does it vary? I find it very interesting that when I look at myself that I have really good close friends that I have never thought about hooking up with. It's like they're like my sisters and I just could not fathom them in a sexual way. And then I have a couple of friends who have their own lives and I have mine, of course, but every so often we hook up and it doesn't hurt the friendship at all. And then I have the ones that I am attracted to that I think that I could have a relationship with and then the ones that I just wanna bang a gong. What can I do for you? Sometimes those lines do cross, but what is it? What is it about a certain person that can trigger me into being attracted to them? And does the attraction, is that a permanent fixture in your view of that person? I I think it could be if there's no emotional attachment I mean, like my ex-boyfriends, obviously I was attracted to them in a physical way, but now, after being burned by them, I get nauseous just thinking about them physically. Just the thought of putting my mouth there, God, just gross, you know, just gross. And then I have to think to myself, well, at one point you were putting your mouth there, so what the fuck does that mean about me? Perhaps the emotional the psychological part of it can overwhelm the physical attraction. And I'm just now flashing back. It was a slow night. Happy hour was almost over. And this guy comes in wearing shorts that I was a bit surprised that he would wear. Not that he didn't have the right to wear them. He was just a little bit older. And it surprised me because they were short shorts and they were quite tight. I was not attracted to him physically at all. Well, of course, he comes and sits at the corner of the bar near where I usually sit. And there's nobody else there at the moment but us and our bartender. And he, well he strikes up a conversation. We start talking and then he starts talking about himself and he says, well, that he's married to a woman but he thinks he's gay and he's sneaking off to come to the bar and he's looking at the hookup apps but he really wanted to do something like a hookup at a bar because he felt like there would be no way for him to be tracked back to his home and his wife would never find out, which we all know that she probably already knows, but it's just in denial. But anyway, so we started chatting. Well, when he said that he was married to a woman and wanting to hook up mentally, that turned me on. I don't know why it did. So I In that case, I wasn't physically attracted to him, but mentally it started to make me attractive to him. And I was popping a woody. And I thought, what what the hell, body? Why are you reacting this way to this guy that you really, especially initially, didn't find attractive at all? And now he's talking about what he wants to do with a guy and hoping that his wife never finds out. And I'm sitting here like going, boy, I do want to bury my bone in you now. What the fuck? Am I the only one who has a brain that works this way? And I do believe, honestly, that your your mind and heart have to be in it. I think, well, maybe some people don't have to have any kind of mental connection there. I think if your body can just do it on its own without you thinking about it, you must be 18 years old. I remember... Those early puberty years, my God, it was hard the whole time. I think I spent from the ages of 12 to 19 with a permanent boner. Thankfully, you had books and you could tuck a certain way and, or untuck a certain way and cover it up. Well, most of us could. There was a couple of high school teachers that couldn't, but that'll be a topic for a different episode. <laughs> What are your types? Well, let me just go down the list for myself. I do like sort of bigger, brawnier guys, a little bit bulky. I like hairy chests. I do, well, I like both facial hair and smooth skin. I like gingers. I love redheads. I like guys with hair. I like guys with shaved heads. I like Henry Cavill. I like Hugh Jackman. I find... Russell Tovey, very hot these days. I love an accent. Oh, and speaking of, of accents and voices, I guess the reason why I really picked this topic is because I was at Happy Hour last Sunday talking to Steve, one of my favorite bartenders. And he brought up, we were talking about attraction, and he brought up that the guys he dated tended to have deeper voices. And I find that interesting. But I also tend to agree. I think a sexy, deep voice could get me on my back as fast as a hairy chest in some cases. It is interesting, the dynamics of attraction, isn't it? It's just one of those mysteries, how it all works, how we are different. I guess, if you think about it, it's the same thing as uh, our preferences. I mean, like, I prefer apple pie over cherry pie. I prefer Alfredo over spaghetti. I prefer Thai food and Chinese food, any type of Asian food, over any other kind. There are things that I love to eat that other people find disgusting. I guess it's it's still on the same pattern, isn't it? It's the same pattern of, of likes and dislikes. And I guess there is, well, I guess there has to be a genetic component. You think there's a drive that like, you know, like in the animal kingdom outside of homo sapiens like for example birds the males will be will do these dances and they're they're chirping and their feathers and stuff they display them to attract a mate so they're doing all these things and that's because they want to show the mate that they're from good stock that their offspring would be strong and would survive Maybe we view it the same way. Maybe our attractions are what we think would be the best partner, even in in gay relationships. Maybe we're still thinking in terms of reproduction in a way. And please don't send me death threats for saying that. I'm just thinking out loud here, okay? I don't mean any harm. It shouldn't be a bad thing to think out loud in most cases. I don't know about some people. I doubt that they even have a brain to think with, but You know who I'm talking about. I don't need to bring up the orange tonight at all. I'll get sick again. You know, I'm reminded of that porn series. You know, it was like a separate genre. It was sort of at the beginning of, well, when Bareback Films started being produced again. And it was called The Need to Breed. And I'm thinking that's where my thinking is coming from, is that there was this marketing campaign To connect bareback sex with straight sex, with breeding. But what do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about attraction and where does that come from? And why we don't look at people the same way? Guess it's a good thing, though. We'd all be trying to hook up and date and marry the same guy, wouldn't we? We better have some differences in attraction. Otherwise, we would be a, a species that will, would die out, even though we're going to die out anyway. It's not the gays' fault. We're not responsible for reproducing. We're the, we're the ones who are always taking care of the, of the babies they leave behind. Wow, that was political, and I didn't mean that to happen tonight. Jesus, Alan, what the fuck? Maybe a little too much vodka? Uh eh, perhaps. I can hear Chadwick right now getting ready to yell at me saying you're one to talk when people Google things to do your picture pops up and I don't deny that but even I have different tastes than other people have and even though I provided a list of things that I'm attracted to it doesn't really mean that I don't find men outside those parameters attractive In fact, I think that I have one of the broadest ranges of attraction than one can imagine. One could never tell with me what I'm going to find hot one day versus the next. Maybe I'll just confess here, because there's so few people listening to my podcast anyway. Who's going to hear? Right now, I find myself attracted to two different guys. One... Is younger than me and i find him very well I that's a stupid thing for me to say almost everybody's younger than me ha 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 fuck you chadwick fuck you tim <laughs> but there's two guys i'm attracted to and one i'm attracted to both a physical and mental way and the other i'm attracted to suddenly attracted to i've known them for a long long time and just one night at a happy hour over the summer, I looked at him and I saw something different. And I felt myself being physically attracted to him in a way that I'd never thought about before. Maybe that's gonna be my next adventure. How does that pan out? How does it wash up on the shore, so to speak? Hopefully no dead bodies. I'm sorry, I've been watching too much murder porn lately. Maybe that's, A good thing. Maybe I find myself still being a mystery where I still ask myself these questions. Well, why do you find him attractive? I don't know. I just do. But on that level, we'll just have to wait and see. Who knows? Maybe in six months, I'll be walking down the aisle with the Mohawk Man. (laughs) Yeah, that's really going to happen. Right? Right. And you know, it just occurred to me. Maybe my attraction for the Mohawk Man is partly because I believe he's straight. He's hetero. And on that psychological level, seducing straight men is one of my kinks too. I have a thing about that. Now, that doesn't mean that I want to pursue every straight guy that I know, which is not true. I have great friends that are straight that I have no desire to tiptoe through the tulips with. And I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening to this, and some of you are, sorry about that. Don't let that bruise your fragile male ego, because I know that there are several straight guys that can't stand it if a gay guy didn't find them attractive. You know, there are power elements in relationships. The the control, the methods, the the games people play, the maneuvering. I believe that's why straight guys on a certain level, maybe a a Hannibal Lecter non-cannibal eating uh, level, maybe that's what I'm talking about. That kind of psychological power that a sexual conquest of a supposed heterosexual male gives me. gratification that no one is out of reach even though that's bullshit I know there are tons of people that are out of reach there are tons of gay guys that are out of reach you know if their dicks were as big as their egos wow they'd be really impressive but you know that's how that works too usually those types though become republicans right (laughs) if I look back through my life at the straight guys and there are a few but even that, though, how do we define that anymore? How That's a label. Is there anybody that's truly hetero on the male side? I, I don't know, because it seems like a lot of married straight guys come into the bars looking for thirds, which will leave their wives kicked to the curb. But I could be just speaking out of turn. What does that mean? It's too late. Maybe that's the problem. I'm half dead here, and I need to... Get some sleep and whine about something else tomorrow. I don't know. I really can't believe that I managed to bring up Hannibal Lecter in an episode about attraction (laughs) and then have the nerve, the hypocrisy, to talk about dick size in relation to weak, egotistical, hetero males. I guess that's how we wound them even more, right? But for me, as I've said before size doesn't really matter to me it's not the first thing that I look at I think maybe a lot of people are that way if I mean if it's beyond just the attraction how much of the portions between the legs really matter to you if you really love someone would that really matter I don't know I guess it would boy that's Freudian isn't it And I'm not talking about Freud chicken either. Jesus, Alan. You need to go to bed. You've used that phrase, that comment from Golden Girls at least twice in episodes of this podcast. Wow. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Alan After Dark. I hope you've had fun. I hope you've been entertained. I hope you've learned a little more about me. Remember, take life by the balls and be real. We'll see you soon.